Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. This is episode 7-1. My name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. And thank you for joining us on this wild ride we like to call video game music. A spectacular journey filled with action, adventure, suspense, sometimes a bit of chaos, always good rhythms. Always good rhythms. And today's today's style of rhythms is, is a two-parter. It's the first part, the first topic... We have two parts of topics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need to clarify something as we lead into this. Yeah. Uh, this is an interesting episode because Rob and I have both been pretty sick this week, with the only difference now being that I've gotten somewhat better. Rob has too, but he's still fighting yeah, it off. I'm still, I'm still really out of it. So. And he may be on some meds right now. I don't even know. <laughs> no, I've had a lot of tea today. I'm trying, I'm trying to minimize the amount of medication on my brain because I've had some really weird experiences where I just got really emotional watching Star Trek. Well, I mean, Captain Picard has had no, quite a bit of emotional watching, trauma in his life. I was watching, <laughs> he has. Dude, seriously. But no, Voyager. I was watching Voyager. Well, the Voyagers had a lot of trauma within its life. They did. I mean, it's they understandable. Um, yeah, I got really weirdly emotional. I was like, I miss these people. And Tuvok and, and Seven of Nine and Neelix. Yeah, Neelix. Neelix. Poor Neelix. <laughs> I love Neelix. Um, anyway, so we have two parts for the topic. Um, so that this, this, this topic... Part one is called Decadence. Decadence. Um, which you came up with. And then the second part is going to be Squalor. Oh, Squalor. So I took I took Decadence to mean like luxury or like, you know, finding treasure. So I, I created a, a set of tracks to tell a story to go along with that. Whereas in my case, it means a variety of things, but in many <laughs> respects, it means living a life of luxury, living with the outside of the means, excessive spendings, the finest food and drink. I like that. So, so this is this is a show of excess. Yes. Yeah. Burn it all. We'll just make more. <laughs> I like that. Why don't you? Why don't you <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> why don't you start us off then? All right then. Thanks. I'm going to have trouble choosing a later track, but for now, let's just go with an easy, knowledgeable one. The game is called Advance Walls, oh. Dual Strike, and the topic track is Sasha's theme, a most luxurious tune filled with absolute class. I what? do believe you'll agree when you Wh hear it. What system is this one for? The Nintendo DS. Sir, sir, <laughs> if you please.
Welcome back. Hopefully you're enjoying that little dose of elegance and splendor. <laughs> that being in the form of Sasha's theme from the game Advance Wars Dual Strike. Written and composed by Yoshito Hirano and Taishi Senda. Now, this game's track, this particular track, as you already heard, is just elegant. I it, love it. Yeah, it's very, it does have like an elegant sound to it. It was also unexpected. The, the, the rhythm of it was, was unexpected. Yeah, especially in a war game, right? Yeah, definitely. And the character fits the theme to a T because she comes from like a, she comes from a well-off aristocrat family, so to speak. And her in-game ability even is that she acquires additional funds from whatever, whatever city her country, her group occupies. So she gets more money to burn as she plays the game. And her super ability involves her crashing the market economy of the opposing team's <laughs> superpower. Oh like, my God. That's, that's meter. Yeah, that's good. Like, I like it's, that. It's a very, I thought it was a very good kickoff to the show and a very fitting <laughs> uh, example of decadence in the game world, both in sound and character scope. Yeah, this is great. And this is a great a great sound from like the Nintendo DS, too. It's got very interesting... Like, that, that opening lead kind of sounds... I think it's supposed to sound like a flute, but it sounds like a really weird keyboard. It's very cool. Or like it's just... Like, yeah, yeah. Like whistling, almost. But it's just so good. Like When I played this game for the first time... As regular listeners of the show, as well as you, from being yeah. hanging out with me long enough, <laughs> watching you play this game all the time—that is true. Um, I <laughs> typically gravitate towards rock sounds and metal sounds and even frantic sounds, but this is none of those things. And yet, I am quite content with having this play on my DS for hours at a time, leading my troops to victory and crashing other people's markets. Um, it's a good jam for a good game, and. Hopefully, it's a good start off. That's a great start off. All right, so my first track is from a soundtrack which is quickly becoming one of my favorite soundtracks. Rise Star? No, okay, well, <laughs> that already is one of my favorite soundtracks. Touche. Also, one of my favorite games. This game I still haven't played yet. I probably won't. Um, but so let's say, um, you know, you're, you're looking for treasure. And so this is the adventure of finding treasure in a sunken ship. Oh! This is the sunken ship stage of McDonald's Treasure Lane Adventure <laughs> for the Sega Genesis by the master Katsuhiko Suzuki. This is an amazing soundtrack. So dig this. This is the sunken ship. I'm intrigued. From McDonald's Treasure Lane Adventure. And in stitches. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's Treasure. I know you don't expect it, but it's it's no, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's so good. to The Sunken Ship from the game McDonald's Treasure Land Adventure for the Sega Genesis by Katsuhiko Suzuki. So yeah, this is this is the adventure of finding treasure, which is, you know, golden McNuggets and french fries. Delectable and chip. Yeah, so, so this is, uh, this is <laughs> e- excess. This is your gluttony. 
Oh yeah, you gotta always gotta find more treasure. Can't you're never satisfied with just one discovery? Oh, I, I gotta say, I can't get enough of this soundtrack. There's the there's your glut. Yeah, more. I, this is like this is some like the best of of what the Genesis can do. I think. I will the, say the that really rich tones and it's just really clever like uh, melodies. I will say that this when this track started, I I definitely broke a monocle to this popping off because <laughs> I didn't expect this, and I made this comment to you during the listen, which is that I haven't necessarily played the game, so someone out there can surprise us and tell us different, but. It drives me nuts when these spectacular twos always find themselves in mediocre games. Like, most people will never hear it unless you actually go seeking it out, which is like what Rob ended up doing. Is like, I want to find tracks. He did his, he did his research, came across this tune, yeah. and it's like, thanks to that, we can hear it because I'm never going to play McDonald's Treasure Hunt. <laughs> it's just, that's just how it is. I like you keep calling it Treasure Hunt. <laughs> well, that's the decadent McDonald's part. Big Game Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> those, those big, well, let's be honest here. Those hamburgers don't just come from cows. That's, that's immaculate burger meat comes from those weird prehistoric you know, <laughs> no, That's awful. That's awful. Monster it's, cows. It's McDonald's Big Game Hunter, and it's just cows in a field. <laughs> and you have a rifle. I choose that one. Both. Just take that one to Bovine University. The clown is like, are you sure? Is that the one? Okay. That's what I want. Okay, everybody, stand back. <laughs> oh, this is morbid. This is awful. All right, what's what's uh, what's your next track? <laughs> Clearly, it's not from McDonald's Big Game Hunter. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go with my next track being from another game that is an interesting example of decadence to me. And that game is Mega Man Legends. And the track is called Concerto of Hapsicold.
welcome back. I do hope you enjoyed that fantastic piece. Yeah, Tight- we, where are we? Where are we? Like, pup, like, like PBS all of a sudden? <laughs> maybe, maybe we are. Welcome back to Masterpiece Video Game Theater. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this track was called Concerto. I'm going to say it in the words that doesn't screw people over. Concerto of Hapsicode. H-A-P-S-H-I. I'm wondering, Hapsicode, I'm wondering if they, if they were trying to play on the word ha- harpsichord and code, but does hap- Hapshi have anything to do? It might have something to do with the game, with but the I game, haven't played I it in so long yeah. that if that's an underlying plot, I'm not going to remember. Yeah, it's been a very long time since I played the game, and I don't remember liking it a whole lot, but it's been a long time. Well, before we go too deep into it, the composer for this spectacular tune is Makoto Tomozawa. And, like, for me, this game, it's weird to explain because when it came out, uh, it was sort of underrepresented. It just kind of hit the shelf, and I went to the store to buy something completely unrelated, which was Metal Gear Solid, and, whoa, what's this weird Mega Man game doing here? I need to buy that, too. Um, But it's a 3D platformer, and it featured a Mega Man character that had more personality than any of the other Mega Man races that had come prior to that point. And it was a 3D action game, uh, which in and of itself was unique even for Mega Man. It was the first of that. Graphically, not all that great. It looked kind of ugly, in fact. But the characters oozed personality. The dialogue was fun. And the shooting action was fun, too. A lot of circle strafing and roller skating. And just a solid good time. Now, as far as the decadence goes, this goes into another aspect of decadence I would consider, which is... Excessive wealth to the point where you spend it to collect objects that do nothing but convey history on your shelf. Um, <laughs> so the main character of the game is called a digger. Yeah, he goes to the ruins to dig up various artifacts, but they then take the cell to museums and various private investors for finance to further fund their digging adventures. So to me, that is an excellent portrayal of decadence and the music in the game, to which there's actually a number of classic renditions in the game, some of which are self-composed for the game, others are either remixes or direct takes from classical game, classical music. Like I know Box Air is in the game. I don't remember where it plays. I think it's in one of the museums in the game that they play um, Air, but that's a good example, of, but such a good game excellent example of decadence of the highest yeah knowing that there's a lot of um classical like type pieces in the game it's gotten me interested in listening to more of the soundtrack i think you'd enjoy it if you did it's a great ost Mm. all right so i'm gonna take things back to 16-bit the 16-bit world because that that's where i feel is the most luxurious place for me. Oh, I see. <laughs> That's all right. So you've gone to the sunken ship, you've collected all the treasure, and you put it into this track. <laughs> you put it into this <laughs> you track. You put it into a track. <laughs> you put it into the track. Um, this track is uh, the Treasury Room from the game Super Adventure Island 2 for the Super Nintendo oh. by Akihiro Akamatsu, Sachioka Oita, and Shinji Nakaya. That was I like that. <laughs> Take the treasure and you put it in this track. And you put it into this track. <laughs> Treasure Room from the game Super Adventure Island 2 for the Super Nintendo by Akihiko I'm sorry, Akihiro Akamatsu 
Sachiko Ota and Shinji Nakaya. And um, yeah, to me, this is like, you know, this is where my money is. <laughs> you know? Well, if you're going to be storing money somewhere, you want it to be in a place that's got a nice step and beat to it. You don't want to walk. You want to walk around your room and feel exhilarated this, by your collection. This is saying I don't need a bank. I have a treasury room, <laughs> <laughs> and I, if I need to make a withdrawal, I just step into the treasure room of my house. Um, yo, Pranel, um, um, where's the bathroom? It's uh, it's just down the hall, mm-hmm. past the bedroom. Past the treasure room. It's on your right. (laughs) Don't pee in my treasure room, darn it. Because if you do, you'll regret it. I don't take kind of treasure room tinklers. So this this to me is like um, excess. Excess slap bass. <laughs> some people Excess need, funky organ. Some people need their finances insured by the United States Treasury. This guy says, "The heck with that! I'm my own insurance, <laughs> my treasure room." Now I really got into the soundtrack uh, um, like a week ago. Like I just, I love all the all the um, the sampled drums and just how funky it is. It's a really funky soundtrack for. I feel like uh, caveman games, like games with cavemen and with like dinosaurs and things like that. I've actually never played funky. Super Adventure Island. Super funky. I've heard awesome things about it's it. Super Funky Island. <laughs> Strutting. Super Funk Island. Just walk up to the snails and get out of my way, fool. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I played the Super Adventure Island either. And this is the second one, so I think there were a few more. But they had a they had a sequel to Super Adventure Island. This is this is Super Adventure Island too. I did not know that. I knew there was four regular Adventure Island games. I knew there was New Adventure Island. I knew there was at least three Adventure Islands on the Game Boy. There's New Adventure Island Neo. Really? I'm just messing with you now. Yeah, you are, because I took you seriously for that one. There was Adventure Island 64. Okay, that one I remember seeing pictures of. Never I've also that. made that one up. No, I've seen pictures <laughs> of it. It wasn't in 64 Adventure Island. Like, maybe there wasn't. No, you're right. It wasn't. It was um, the pictures I'm thinking about are Super Adventure Island 1 because the, the way that Higgins' face was looking, that's how I'm thinking about it because they tried to make it more like less cartoonish uh, with Super Adventure Island. It looked oh, weird. Like it was still cartoony because it was a game. I'm but, imagine, trying to imagine like that guy with the huge nose and like the crazy eyes. Well, the original Higgins had that weird, bizarre frown on his face and puffy yeah. cheeks. <laughs> and he just always looked, he stood like he was always kind of running, like just tippy toeing. Yeah. And then Super Adventure Island was like, he's buffer. And he, all the art was like, he's got this axe and he's ready to go. Didn't he's, he have like a skateboard? Yeah, he would get a skateboard. That was definitely more of a carryover from the Wonder Boys series, though, because mm. Higgins had no need for a skateboard. He was macho. And, oh, he's in a weird hurry. S- skateboards are macho. Shut your mouth. Oh, <laughs> I, guess, I, mean, I guess if you're doing like, you know, double back indie flips, 360s or something, jazz, yeah. man, there's more macho than that. <laughs> but if you're just kind of kicking and just kind of letting the wind take you places, I don't know. I don't know. What's the last track on your set? Help me out here. 16 or 32? Oh, let's... Oh, I, I've, been, I've been hanging on to the 16-bit, so why don't you do the 32? You sure? Oh, am I going to regret this decision? They're both good tracks. <laughs> I just, I'm just indecisive as the dickens right yeah, now. Yeah, go, go with the go with the, go with the 32-bit. Okay, so in this case, we're going to go with the 32-bit pick, which is from the game Suikoden, and the track is called Gorgeous Scarleticia.
welcome back. Hopefully you enjoyed that spectacular tune from not an underappreciated game, I'm going to say. That track is actually called Gorgeous Scarleticia from the game Sweet Coden, the very first Sweet Coden at that. And I'm not sure who composed do you know who composed this one? Um, there are many composers credited for this game, but I don't know which one is credited for this track. You know the deal is hit them all. All right, we have Miki Higashino, Tapi Iwase, Taniguchi Hirofumi, Mayuko Kagashita, and Hiroshi Tanawari. Yes. So why decadence for this particular team? Well, I haven't played Sweet Coat in a long time. But the things I do remember specifically about this track is that it, it plays in the dungeon or level Scarleticia Castle, which is run by a guy named... Wait, this plays in the dungeon? Well, I consider dungeon like game dungeons. Like, this is a place where you go and you oh, okay. fight enemies. This, this, is, this is very ballroom. Oh, yeah. It plays... The dungeon is called Scarleticia Castle. And it's just... It's like a castle slash flower garden that is held by a guy named like Milik Oppenheimer. And he is one of the generals that run the overall evil empire of the particular game that we are playing here. And his entire idea is decadence in the form of beauty. Mm. At no expense, any expense, I should say, <laughs> he wants his castle to be gorgeous, beautiful, art, flowers, the likes, to the point where he, I believe he got brainwashed by like one of the main villains, which made him evil. And his idea of villainy is to make a beautiful flower poisonous. So... He stayed beauty. He kept with the beauty theme, just made it bad beauty. Just, uh, <laughs> you know, a little poisonous beauty. Exactly. Beauty beauty to the point of death. <laughs> okay. But, like, his entire MO Sounds is Sounds like, like an RPG villain. Yes. <laughs> and he would actually talk like this. Like, this is before, you know, we was were there getting... voice acting in this game? No, that's what I was going to say. This was prior to when we were getting voice acting in games. But when you look at character art, and the text that comes up for the character oh, yeah. and their environment that they live in, you can kind of just say, he would sound a little like this, or even like this. <laughs> like, maybe even more like that, actually, now I think about it. Oh, Tushar, you surely stepped into this one, young man. <laughs> um, so I feel like this is a fitting um, tune for this episode. No, I do. I, th- I feel like all of your tracks have had kind of a very opulent feel to them. Thank you. Thank yeah. you kindly. All right, so... So my last track is is very, very different <laughs> from this one. So we've got treasure hunting. We've had treasure storage. Okay, now now this is like, this is a spending the money. This is just you spending the money on luxury items and luxury cars. Yeah. So I had to pick from this game. I can't believe I haven't thought about it in so long. Uh, I used to be obsessed with this game. This is Metropolis Street Racer for the Dreamcast. Hey. And so this is your spending the money and you're going out to party every night. Party. This is the song. Let's party all the time. No, le- <laughs> Murphy. This is well. This is the song. Well, this is an interesting um, game in that this was the first game to offer an in-game soundtrack in the form of a, of a of a radio with like a radio station with radio DJs playing in between songs. So did they take music from like popular culture and throw it in the game? No, they recorded music for the game. Oh, that's awesome. In the style of pop tunes. So the, the, the music was composed by Richard Jacques, who um, a very famous composer for Sega doing a lot of the, the Sonic games. Um, and this is featuring MC Momo, <laughs> who sounds remarkably like Will Smith. This is the song, Let's Get It On Tonight. Hey, hey! So enjoy. Huh. What? Huh. Huh. Come on! Sorry, but I didn't mean to trouble you I was just cruising along in my BMW When I saw you driving by You caught my eye And then I thought Why are you on your own? All alone? Talking with someone on the end of a phone Is there another guy? Just waiting for you to get home Ha! Girl, I should've known So what's the deal between you and me? Can we get together? Watch TV I know there's a place that you'd rather be Where the money means nothing and the drinks are free Let me take you there No need to be aware I tell you I'm a millionaire Forget about him 
Come, I'll treat you right. Let me turn out the light, and we can get it all tonight. Come on, yeah, let's get it all tonight. tonight um from the game metropolis street racer for the sega genesis now that game that track was sega genesis i'm sorry sega dreamcast <laughs> like man technology yeah for the sega dreamcast by richard jacques featuring mc momo so the, the very japanese will smith See, that was an awesome track. See, I like the idea of, you know, you know, you go home with your best girl, you sit down, pour yourselves a nice pair of glasses of wine, drink a bit, discuss a bit, and then an entire long action-filled night of Sega Dreamcast game playing. Yeah. Action. Come on, I see you driving in your car. Let's go home, play some Sonic Adventure. Tonight. <laughs> Tonight. That's what's up, see. So th- this game was, was really unique in that, one that had that, that the soundtrack that had like DJs in the background, so like it would be like, now coming to you from number five on the top charts, it's Let's Get It On Tonight by MC Momo. <laughs> I love, and, but, it, like but it only had like like thirty or some songs on it, so it would just keep repeating the same songs over and over depending on where you were in the game. But I'm guessing different stations had a specific set of those thirty songs that would play, right? Right, right. So like in one set, I think this played like in the New, the New York area. You only had like four or five songs. Oh, okay. And then like in the London area, it had like a certain set of songs. They all had like their own style. Um, what was really cool about Metropolis Street Racer was that instead of like the other games um, like uh, Gran Turismo where you had to like finish races to earn money to unlock tracks and unlock cars, this game you had to finish do it. You had to finish well. So it was, like a style point? Yeah, it was all. It was called Kudos. And so by performing like really good drifts and, and by steering on the apex of turns really well and by accelerating and doing everything just right you earned kudos points so not only did you have the money to buy extravagant cars with extravagant parts but it wasn't even about necessarily racing the cars it was just being outright reckless with the fashionista style of performance yeah yeah it was, it was all <laughs> about like getting like the fancy cars and like driving them like really flashy it was it's a really it's a really really fun game i spent a lot of time with this one 
I like the sound of that, actually. It's very, very unique. Exquisite levels of decadence. And of course, the soundtrack is ridiculous. There's a lot of songs like this in the game. See, between this and like Grand Theft Auto 1, like I am. I wish I could think of other games that had game only radio stations because that could be a theme in and of itself, like just game radio. <laughs> yeah, game radio. Um, I think there's some other there's some other racing games. I think Forza has its own like radio stations, like with its own compo- game music composed for the station. Oh no 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 no! They're all like licensed stuff. Like people like like record labels have licensed their music to put into the into those those stations in the game. Because yeah, that's the weird. That would be the challenging part. Because like for example, Grand Theft Auto Post like two use licensed songs for all their stations, with the occasional. Unique track, though. Looking back on it, I could have been wrong about the ones that I thought were specific for the game. They might have actually been real music. But GTA 1, for sure. Just like how this game was. GTA 1, the, for the PlayStation, the overhead. It's been yeah, a long time would, since I played that. Yeah, it would be before that. It was on, the, it was on PC. Like, it came out... Because yeah. I remember buying it on PC. I had all the ma- the fold-out maps and yeah, everything. because those are the only ones I've actually ever really played. Which is good, because those, to me, were the best ones. Yeah, they're ridiculous. Because like, we used to do, like, multiplayer death matches. Oh, cool. Like, yeah. set up blockades with cars. <laughs> <laughs> shoot a rocket launcher into the, down the street. Yeah, I, I like that it was overhead. It was like a satellite view of, like, like you know, following a criminal around town. They actually did a throwback to that later, though. I'm not sure how successful the game was, but Chinatown Wars. Yes, I did hear about that. It was That was for like, one of the handhelds, right? Yeah, DS, and I think it eventually got a PSP port. Yeah, I, I don't know how well, how well that did, but I remember seeing that and being like, hey, that, that's pretty cool. That that they went ahead and did that. Yeah, it should have been for a while. But, um, this game is not about stealing cars. This game is about spending the money. Oh yeah, if you were stealing the cars, it's not decadent <laughs> about that. That's, that's just that would be an episode called uh, you know want thievery. I don't yeah, know. this is just thievery. Just we're stealing the music. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, overall. I think this was a solid example. And now, like I said, I think I'm going to do some research if I can think of other games that had solely game-composed music for radio because that could be an awesome theme for Oh, that would be a really good idea, yeah. So um, now is the time for the bonus round. <laughs> oh, bonus round. <laughs> the bonus round is the part of the show in which we play covers and remixes based on today's theme. Today's theme is Decadence. Extravagance. Yes. Making the money or spending the money or having money. I want enough money. To uh, having it all. Yes, and then sleeping on it. Gonna, we're just going to have it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so what did you bring to today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a hard time. So what did you bring, Purnell? Well... Through the discussions of with a specific, you know, Mr. Matthew Waldron, um, all right, he reminded me of a game that I keep forgetting for some odd reason, which is Shovel Knight. And there was a particular night; there was two nights that could have fit the theme: King's Night and Treasure Night. Yeah, I was going to say Treasure Night, straight up. But honestly, for an episode of Decadence, I could not avoid going with King Knight. That man has a swagger that beats all swagger, <laughs> and a castle that is opulent of the highest. His theme in the game is actually called the Decadent Dandy. <laughs> it's just like, I didn't realize that. That's awesome. But unfortunately, Decadent Dandy isn't the better tune of the two. It's actually the stages theme, which is the Halls of the Usurper. And I actually happened to come across a guy who took a crack at it on his piano. And he goes by the name just specifically Christopher Reiska. I may be mispronouncing it, but the spelling will confirm it for others. So he did a t- he took a take at it on the piano for the Halls of the Usurper stage, and I figured it'd be a good idea to play it on the show. Oh, let's check it out.
Hi, hi. So you just listened to In the Halls of the Usurper, done on piano by a man that goes by the name of Christopher Reiska. I honestly enjoyed this quite a bit. It's I've come across rock remixes of this and metal remixes of this. And I'm not, don't get me wrong, they're good remixes, but we're going for decadence here. <laughs> and to me, given the theme of the character and the 8-bit sound that came with it, I feel like piano or orchestra is the way to go if you want to get a remix that does it justice in the theme of the character. Mm. And I feel like this did a good job of that. And the guy said this is only like his first. It was like him just kind of kind of going on the fly with it. So technically, he could have done – he probably does better if he actually sits down and you know works on it and tweaks it. This is just him just kind of doing it on the fly, and it was awesome. Mm. So I feel as though – this was definitely worthy of putting on the show, and I hope more people. I hope enough people enjoy it to go give some of his other stuff a listen. Yeah, it was a really nice interpretation. It was it was nice to hear a piano version of that when there's a lot. There is a lot of like rock and metal like versions of the music. Mm-hmm. All right, so my track is going to a classic. This is from Super Castlevania Four, the Treasure Room. Treasure. <laughs> <laughs> going all about the treasure this week. Um, this is called the Harbinger of Death by Timouse222. Very, very uh, catchy name. Yes! Listening to 
The Harbinger of Death, which is the treasure room theme from Super Castlevania 4 by Tim Mouse 222. Lots of twos in that 222. Lots of twos for Timmy. <laughs> I like that. It's it definitely threw me off quite a bit. Like treasure room, like okay, I'm expecting like some kind of like you know, like uh, I don't know, a track that kind of inspires you. Like I have wealth. This room is just littered with money all around. Ended up being good, but unexpected though for the <laughs> theme. But for Castlevania, it was very fitting and yeah. good. Everything in this game is dangerous, so it's like this is it's a treasure room, but it could be trapped. <laughs> there could be Draculas in there. The treasure is cursed. <laughs> For more information on the artists focused on today's bonus round part of the show, check out the website, rhythmandpixels.com. We'll have links to their bios, band camps, and everywhere else you can get their music. Thank you for joining us this week on the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. Our focus on all things decadent and yummy. Yes, it was a delightful time spent with good friends and good jams. This you say was a delight. Yes, I only wish I had tea to drink as we recorded it. Oh, we should have had a tea party while we did this. Coffee is semi-decadent. It's like it's the ruffian's tea. Maybe like really <laughs> fancy coffee with an umbrella in it. What? <laughs> you know, so rain does. If it's raining, your coffee doesn't get wet. <laughs> I I can't think of anything more decadent. I guess yes. Just nothing says decadent like drinking <laughs> coffee in the rain. <laughs> so. <laughs> I'm just picturing like a bunch of people in flowery dresses standing out in a monsoon with coffee. <laughs> like all umbrellas in them. Yeah, they're, they're wet, but the coffee's fine. Yeah. <laughs> We're protecting what's important. That's right. The beans. The beans. If you want to contact us, send us an email. Rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And if you'd like a full track listing or for more information about the show, go to the website. Rhythm and pixels.com. Um, and if you want to check us out on social media, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, all at Rhythm and Pixels. And um, yeah, that's it. I, I got nothing else. Uh, my throat is done for the night. <laughs> hey, all good. Sometimes we got to shut this thing down. Yeah. Yeah, but, um, but thanks again. Join us next week for Squalor. Join us next week for Everything is Taken Away From You. <laughs> you spent your entire tax refund on lavish drinks and fast cars that you cannot afford. <laughs> the episode. The end. <laughs> the end of podcasts. <laughs> end of podcasting forever. Because <laughs> we're too broke to afford the equipment. <laughs> All right, I'm done. This has been the Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. I am Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Have a great week. And remember... Decadence is spectacular if you're so fortunate to have access to it, but you really don't need it. I mean, we live in a world where it's all about acquiring more and more and more, and that's what makes us happy, but it could just as well be about the experience, the friendships, the bonds, the ridiculousness of life itself. Just enjoy your time. Eat food when you can afford it. Sleep in a bed when you can afford it. Just be happy for what you've got while taking in the occasional good times that you meet up with along the way. To me, that's real decadence. And we're all fortunate enough to be able to experience it if we're so fortunate.